On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, Ace, Jake, and Ron are back to give you some instant payback and instant feedback. Also, Ace kind of goes into a whole thing about contracts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the quickest, the poppiest podcast ever known to man. It is the podcast of wrestling pods. It's the pop and the quick pop podcast coming at you live from twitch.tv forward slash ace of spades card. We are giving you the good news, the good word of everything that is in professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I, of course, am the ron guy i i am raunchy and with me we have the we have the regular old crew we have a uh, dj jazzy jake jake and bake the the jake that doesn't shake uh the jake that always quakes and we also have the ac baby the ace of spades card card that doesn't uh ace spade ace yeah he got through it he did it he did it it kind of uh Kind of went weird right there at the end. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." The the card that does. Wait, hold on. Um, I tried to think of other suits, <laughs> and nothing came to mind. And it I just kind of it went yes, downhill. Are we on like a month long tradition of the intros just being the biggest train wrecks of all time? Like just starting yeah. off and then like yeah, the the thing and the person. We're on yeah. a month long trek to see who can do the best slash the worst intro. Okay, I think the worst. I think the worst is 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 going there. Nels. No, no, no. Nels had a because even though like I went and then Ron just made me laugh and I just crashed. Like Nell like had no clue. He was like he was like, "Are we going? Are you pointing to me to start? What what are we doing?" Right. That's that's my absolute favorite intro of recent was <laughs> Nell. Nell, not sure if he said seven seconds to countdown or not. Star fifteen. <laughs> Uh, this Start is the Quick Pop Podcast, oh, as my, uh, <laughs> as my beautiful, uh, well, you know. Hey, once, hey, just like the intro, you got there. You got mm-hmm. there. You of got course, it. at the end, you then didn't get there, but you got no, there. No, I left. I left. Yeah. I got there, and then I left. I, I brought back a t-shirt. Welcome. I'm still waiting on it. Uh, mm. Speaking of t-shirts, we need to uh, have a moment of silence. My hat is falling apart. <laughs> um, is it like completely the, broken off? It's like all the little nubbins here. I wear it at two. And so now the second and the third. Yeah, the second and the third one are just gone. And the number one one is about to fall off. And if that falls off, it's doomed. Like I can't I don't know if I'd be able to salvage it. So the hat, uh, she is she is falling apart. I'm trying to save her. It's not looking good. Mm-hmm. That's sad. You know what? You know what? When something like that happens, you need to pour one out. And nothing better to pour one out than with balls energy drink. Balls. Put it in your mouth. Hashtag please Refreshing. sponsor balls. Refreshing and tastes good. It's it's a, a nice zest uh, on the palate. Let it be yeah, known, yeah. balls. I still a great have great taste cleanser. I still have much love for your product. Please sponsor me. As in a as a sidebar, 
I'm going to be drinking a lot of Monster in the coming months. Whoa, I, whoa, what, um, not, not balls? I Ace, have balls as well. Ace, Ace, but here's the in thing. the coming months, okay, let me elaborate. you will be drinking balls. You may be drinking balls out of a green can, but you are only drinking balls and balls. <laughs> I mean, are well. Ace, how are we going to get sponsored if you mention other energy drinks? Get your stuff together, them. man. Buy them. I'll get sponsored by them too. Are, are, you, are, you, try, are you trying to uh, get a bidding war going? It's just going to be here each week. With a different are you shilling? Drink? I'm trying to. <laughs> He's chilling. He's like, oh, I wanted to do balls, but energy drink got me this week. You're, you're a corporate I'm, shill. I'm trying yeah, to. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to. Oh, I was literally about to re- re- respond to you and that T-shirt hat combination nonsense you had a couple of weeks ago. So I don't want to hear about what, it. What? Ace, Ace, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a respectable wrestling journalist. I wouldn't sell out my <laughs> credibility for journalists very loosely. You're sitting there trying to just like get sponsors left and right. It's despicable. It's disgusting. Everyone, excuse me for one second. There you uh, go. Drink those that balls. balls are delicious. Jake. Anyway, Ace, oh, you need to stop killing all the time. Jake. Jake, not only are we live, but we are always live. And therefore, I have video footage of you wearing just the best and the worst at the same time shirt with nothing but advertisements. And there was an entire bit where an email showed up because of that bit. What? He's basically the Jeff Gordon of uh, professional wrestling that uh, Jake and Jake... (laughs) Oh, well, so, 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 now I get, so now I get discriminated against because I went to a NASCAR event and bought a T-shirt. Oh, you think, yes. I, what, what, you think I made that? You think I just I just yes. go around like trying to pimp out products to get them to sponsor me? Yes. Yeah, you're probably right. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, uh, so that welcome makes- to the Big Pop Podcast. Uh, hopefully, one day sponsored by Balls. Balls. Uh, as a sidebar, the only reason I would even I even mentioned Monster. It's because they got that Halo thing uh, coming up. Uh, got a Halo and sponsorship. Got a Halo. No, I wish. God, God, could you imagine? No, uh, Monster <laughs> gave a little bit more uh, clarity on the like tie-in thing. You know how like Mountain Dew does the Call of Duty stuff. Uh, yeah, Monster's doing one for Halo Infinite. But no. theirs is oh. going to be more than just like double XP. Like there will actually be nameplates. The, the not and launch title instance. for the uh, sex box. There's, uh, there, I'm just gonna be honest. There's better launch titles. Like as much as I absolutely love Halo Infinite, uh, run with uh, Cyberpunk, and they're done. That's how you sell the console, right there. Yeah, I mean you're right. There's better launch titles on PlayStation. That's not. You know what? You're it's you're. True. 110%. You're about to get thrown in another voice channel and spend ten minutes Tell trying to figure out how I'm to get wrong. back. Tell me I'm wrong right now. I will, because guess what? There's about to not even be any kind of exclusivity over at the PlayStation Network because Sony has gotten a real, uh, a real, you know, hard loving with the PC with a lot of the PS exclusives now coming to the PC. Mm, that's true. We just got, we just got Zero Dawn. We're about yeah. to get Bloodborne. Like, as much as I agree that, yes, Sony does have better like console exclusives, they're in danger of not even having those. That's true. Mm. Hey, but we're a wrestling that podcast. podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> that's, 
We are here because WWE decided that SummerSlam wasn't big enough. We needed another pay-per-view one week later. Instant payback. Instant payback. Instant payback. Seriously, WWE, why didn't you run with that? That would have been I would have been fine with payback if you let ran with that. If you um, would have made the actual title of the pay-per-view instant payback. Right? Like I would have been like, oh, that's why it's like a week later. It's instant payback. WWE instant payback in the WWE Thunderdome, uh, where we talk WWE about Raw and WWE uh, SmackDown superstars get together and they have a WWE wrestling match in the WWE Thunderdome for WWE uh, instant payback. I think for even WWE Vince might not want to. I don't. I almost feel like even Vince wouldn't go that like level of saying the word WWE. I don't know. Uh, Listen to Michael Cole say it every time. I, I was watch, literally about watch, to say. Like, <laughs> I was literally about Who to say Michael Cole. Michael Cole to do that. It uh, is the, probably I literally Vince McMahon being like, "Say it again." They need to say yeah, They need to know what they're watching. Um. Anyway, so as, as a an ongoing investigation with uh the Thunderdome, I feel like the Thunderdome's getting better about yeah. like the crowd looking full. Because, you know, the very first week, uh, there was a lot of, of echoes and clones and stuff. Uh, I, I had a really hard time finding the duplicates this time. Uh-huh. I think people just want to, like, find themselves on TV. Like, we saw Pikachu. We saw Shinsuke. Yeah. We saw yeah. Kenny Omega. I was about to say, we saw Kenny Omega on Friday Night SmackDown. So many people have, like tried to like just like rip into AEW be like oh see WWE's just living in their minds rip free all they do is like try to do that like I took from that that Kenny just likes wrestling because literally right. it's like Kenny was yeah. on there and like tweeting like oh hey guys I'm on WWE program hashtag AEW or something Kenny was there people found him and sent it to him and he goes oh, I didn't think anyone would notice I was just trying to have fun like he was yeah. just watching yeah. wrestling yeah, I, I think people yep. made a much bigger deal of it than it really was. Yeah, he just said, wants to he, chill. He just Kenny wants to watch the really good wrestling. That's it. it. Yeah, exactly. If Kenny would have been and trying to bring like, uh, like, hey, everybody, look here, AWs on WWE and stuff like that, then I would have been like, okay, that's a stupid move. But considering that he had to respond because so many people were going to him, it just feels like he was trying to watch wrestling. He just likes wrestling. Yeah. I think that was 100% what was going on. Uh, but it was st- it's still cool. And uh, I feel like they're better about like shutting down uh, like any troll stuff that's coming in. I didn't really see much oh, of yeah. that. Uh, the clones are way less obvious. They've got to still be using them to fill out. But like it's yeah. way, way less obvious than it was the first couple of weeks. You know what? I'm so surprised that we haven't seen like the Brock Lesnar guy or the uh, the long haired guy that are usually at every show, every pay per view. Yeah, I haven't seen them. Yeah, haven't seen time. them at all. Because apparently there's a well. re- apparently there's like a reward system now. Like if you consistently do good on their programming, like because they have your email and everything, like you, and so if you show that you're like a trustworthy person, you're like more likely to get that front uh, camera side spot. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, yeah, that they makes apparently sense, are taking 
they are apparently taking note of like people's actions. Who, who's a good and boy and who's a bad boy? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's a good thing too, uh, because people, wrestling fans are notorious for trying to do stupid stuff, but it rewards the fans that are like, no, I just, I want to be uh, on screen on the Thunderdome and just enjoy the product. I think that's cool. Yeah. How many points do you think Kenny got? Three, uh, maybe. You got three points. Kenny probably got. They have Kenny's email now. Look, I'm have... just saying, if they could show Britt Baker on live television, they could show Kenny Omega on live screen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that should matter whatsoever. Uh, but it's cool though. It's cool. I, I appreciate it. Looks good. I still have not gotten in because I think the one problem that Thunderdome still has is there's no like. I know it's kind of like PAX tickets and stuff like that, where like certain things you can't announce because then it will sell out immediately. But there needs to be some kind of slight consistency and not just like, hey, did you happen to refresh today? Kind of thing. I don't know. It, yeah. like, Maybe we're not as big as fans as we thought. I'm well, just going to throw that out there. We're not fans. Like I have I have the tab still open, but what I'm what I am annoyed about is like I don't know when it goes live because the very first time that went live, it was like on a Tuesday, they set up for the Friday night SmackDown. And then it was on Friday morning that they uh, opened up for SummerSlam. And then apparently it was, you know, Sunday morning where they opened up for raw. And so my thought was that, uh, okay, well then Tuesday will be SmackDown. And it was like Monday evening that it opened up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just a little bit more consistency on when supposedly it goes live to register, because I've tried to register so many times. It just it never, never hits the it's, spot, it's, never makes the mark. It's just, well, it's just never even open. Like, it's not even like, thanks for applying. You know, hope we hope to see you. It's literally just like, oh, it's closed. Mm. Like, I, I think what would be nice is if if the if it's closed, don't show me the form. Yeah, that that's all I would ask is if it's if it's closed, don't let don't let me, you know, hope, I guess, is all I'd want. <laughs> don't don't give me false hope. Yeah, because I'll get on there. The, false prophet. I'll get on there and the background will change and I'll be like, oh, snap, like it's different. Like that means they're doing the next show. And so I go type in everything and then you hit submit after the little captcha. And then it's like, oh, well, sorry, this is closed. And I'm like, then don't show it. Mm hmm. Have a splash screen that says spots are filled. I'll get on there one day, though. There you go. That's the spirit. That I can promise you. you. I'm going to get on there. You can do it. It's a a new goal. Um, You should wear a mustache when you get on. Yeah. Yeah, where will I get one of those? Hmm. I don't know. You can, like, buy them at Party City. A mustache. Uh. Okay, so what's funny? Okay, this is our last sidebar. We really do have to talk about payback. Um, do we I, though? I, yes. Yes. Oh, no, we have to know. No, if nothing else, we have to talk about the main event. Because I want to hear <laughs> talk about the main event. Yeah, don't worry, I will. Um, so anyway, uh, no. When I last shaved and like went baby face, uh, just on a you know crazy whim, I did. Uh, I did like just the beard and left the stash and I looked like every single like seventies discotheque owner that you've ever seen in the movies. 
and I, I sent the wife. I sent my my uh, my wife pictures. Like, hey, you you want to get up on the stage? Shake shake it like the girls. She was like, that <laughs> worked too well, and she was like, stop, stop. Uh, now coming up <laughs> to the stage, you know her, hey, you love her. You know, <laughs> you know, I I get you it in show scary. business. <laughs> I can get you in show business, but I got to see you get up on the stage. <laughs> uh, but anyway enough Sub- about literally everything but wrestling let's actually talk about wrestling and talk about the fact that for some reason wwe felt they just had to bare bones add some more story to the riot uh squad semi reunion so far yeah which and now it's I like, like now what they're doing like living riot Something like that. I I like what they're doing. It's not bad. It just doesn't feel developed going in. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like they had a story and then they realized like, oh, let's put them on payback. It's like, we've only had the story going for like a week. Yeah. Uh, I I just I I just wanted to see the Iconics because I love them. They're they're so awesome. I, I think I mentioned in our chat, I was like, oh, look, I'm reminded why I don't like the Iconics. See, I, I love I'm, the I'm Iconics. With Ron on this one. Yeah, I'm with Ron on this one. I, I love the Iconics. Like, yeah. they're annoying, but they're supposed to be. Like, they're so good at this. it. Let me say Do this. Do you watch when them I, on YouTube? They're when wonderful. I say, when I say I hate them, I mean them in, in the normal way of, like, I hate them for all the right reasons. Okay. Like, kind of like I used to hate The Miz, and I used to hate Kevin Owens and stuff like that. Like, generally, when I say I hate See, them, I mean it's like... the wrong reasons, because there is no, no right reason I, to hate Kevin. No, back in the day, no. when, back in the day when I had my legitimate reason why I didn't like Kevin Owens, and they fixed that, and so now I love the boy. Um, that's good. That's I'm glad like, you came around to the white side. That's like, what you know what's crazy? That's like 40 episodes I remember talking about that. No, I remember because my so, first episode here, you're like, who's some of the wrestlers that you really like on the, the roster? And Kevin Owens was like one of my, the first two names out, and everyone else was like, we don't like him. <laughs> it was like, well, you got to go. Yeah. He's gotten better, though. Good boy. Somehow I'm still um, here. Speaking of, let's get him back right, well, on like television. Uh, I, I know right? he's Let's get of, him in a major... Like him and the uh, Alistair Black thing will turn into a good story. Hopefully, hopefully that turns into a story it's, because I was surprised. Like I, I was n- not really sure if I liked the new Alistair Black, but with him going heel with the, what he's got going on, I'm like, all right, I can dig this. Of course, when he came out with the patch, I was like, pirate, pirate, please, Venom pirate? Black. Where we're going straight Metal Gear Solid gimmick infringement. Right. That's what I was about to say. The no, first thing I thought of was Metal Gear Solid. First thing I thought of. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, anyway, so the, the uh, Riot Squad and the Iconics had a match. Riots, the, the Iconics, if they're going to come back, they need to give them a proper story. So right now, the Riots winning makes sense because it's the whole, like, you know, reunion thing. Granted, Liv Morgan apparently didn't like her new pretty look, and it's just right back to being, you know, I used to be a punk rock star kind of look. I like that. Uh, I mean, it's it was a good look. I just thought like, oh, we're going to have the new reborn. Li- oh, didn't take you long to go back. OK. Um, I, yeah, I, I like I like the punk aesthetic. They still I mean, they should have put the trigger on Riot and Blackheart uh, that 
That would have yes. been great. I listen. I'm fine with them two being a tag team. I'm fine with oh, her no. going back to that. In all honesty, I don't think Liv's single run. I, I mean, I didn't see much in it. You, you know, know, it got, so you know what? So I just like run. the whole like Rusev and Bobby Lashley thing. It, I was about to say, yeah, not, like, I mean, mixing her in that storyline is what killed Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right, a hundred percent. Because that was the worst storyline. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, we only had one pre-show match. I always worry when they try and squeeze two in. Uh, even yeah. though the pre-show is just like any pre-show, it's just people talking. I, I can appreciate like the little sidebar stuff, like our truth showing up or, you know, another WWE yeah. wrestler coming in and talking. Granted, I always love when our truth shows up because that man, that man, like, I, I don't want to say he has no shame because he is 100 percent aware what he's doing. But man, that guy just knows how to, you know, sports entertain no matter what. Oh, um, just a quick sidebar on this. Apparently, there was a report that came out earlier that Stu Bennett is going back to the WWE as a commentator. Yes, he is oh. officially back. He said, uh, oh, what was he yeah, on? He no, was on he's NXT, NXT, right? Yeah, he was yeah, on NXT. And he last then week. stated, like, and, and then he stated that he was going to be on further stuff. So he's back employed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they, what, they said that, oh, there was a contract like today. Yeah. So yeah. Now he's speaking, of, speaking of contracts, Brock Lesnar is no longer under WWE contract. What? Okay. I did not know yeah. that. So Jake saw this Jake's because I saw what you were tweeting about. Do what? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, today's whole, episode, uh, I think, should be, just be called the one with all the tangents. Um, that's, yeah. But um, here's the but, thing. Brock Lesnar's not like going to AEW. Can people just stop not. saying that? He's yeah, not going to AEW. Not. He, he for two reasons. For two reasons. One, not enough pay-per-views, so he's not going to make the money that he wants to make there. <laughs> two, I guarantee you Cody's like, nah, 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 mm-mm, nope, nope. I remember, nope. Plus, can... and, and also three, he, he likes to be a farm boy. That's it. Yeah. He just wants well, to go back to his ranch. <laughs> In yeah. I think it what Minnesota or Canada, and just like live live out the rest of his life. He he's got a smoking hot wife. That being so, said, yeah. though, it now totally Say, oh. it totally <laughs> makes sense why suddenly uh, Paul Heyman immediately got himself a new sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just 100%. Imme- all of a sudden we're like, oh, he's a Paul Heyman. Oh, because Paul Heyman doesn't have to do. Okay, now it makes sense. Oh, Lester's gone? Makes sense. Lester's gone? Now it makes sense. Uh, but so with with that being said, first match on the card was the uh, we don't do uh, immediate rematches, but here's an immediate rematch for the U.S. title. Uh, it wasn't a rematch. It was actually it was Bobby Lashley, not MVP. Yeah, but like ah. their 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 whole crew constantly lost to uh apollo cruz and that apparently earned them a title shot at a review yeah i will say this i don't mind bobby lashley winning the u.s title i just wish this storyline would have been lashley and apollo the whole time because taking nothing away from mvp i think if you would have had lashley be the one walking around being like you know you know uh i'm the new u.s champion and then Apollo beat Lashley, but then now Lashley beat 
beats Apollo. I think that's a better storyline than like, mm-hmm. oh, Apollo beats this member of the the Hurt family, Hurts are us, whatever. And then, oh, this other member beats him and all of that. I just think it would be better if it was just like Apollo and Bobby Lashley swapping titles. Yeah. That being said, I really liked what Apollo did at the end because you almost never see a face do that where he yeah, came no, back and was like, beef. just, I hate you. Yeah, mm. he was like, I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. That is not a thing that baby faces do. So it was nice to see him be like, no, I'm not going to be like beat and then sob off to the, you know, the back. Yeah. He was just like, no, it's time to, it's time to put boots to faces. Uh, yeah. No. That, oh, and can good. we talk about how, for some reason, uh, the Hurt Business can only celebrate in still images? Yeah. Like when they were sh- when they were showing them celebrating, it was just. I I swear they are inadvertently the new Edge and Christian. They're doing five second poses without <laughs> calling are. it out. It's 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 like doing five I'm champion, and these are my said, friends. And we're going to be like. That, that being said, when Thank they you. did this, I was like, all right, Thank I got you. you. Respect. Thank you. Respect. Good job. Good job. Uh, overall, good match. Uh, this is one feud that I'm okay with still going because uh, if they can incorporate uh, Ricochet and uh, like, oh, who am I trying to think of? Cedric. Yeah, Cedric. And then to a, to a slightly Mustafa lesser Ali. degree, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Uh, if they could incorporate that ring and like, I don't know if you want to have like one of the faces go heel or do you want to have him have his squad and go against the hurt business? Like, I don't know, but I'm okay with that feud continuing. Yeah. Uh, not, not one down the card though. There was one down the card that doesn't need to keep going. Uh, there was that weird segment with uh, Keith Lee and JBL where JBL was like still trying to run the fact that he's good at finances, even though he's never been good at finances. Like he that, that wasn't. Yeah, because it was part of his character to write a book like. No, he, he literally made that. millions of dollars off finances in real life. Was that his original thing or did like he evolve into that because of his JBL personality? Uh, I don't like, know I don't, which one. I don't remember first. him being like a mogul of finance. Uh, from what I understand, is like right before he got like the heavyweight title run, like Vince gave him stock advice, and then ever since then, like he'd been like learning how to trade and move around stocks and stuff. That's, yeah, and that's that's I guess that's what I was t- I was remembering. Didn't he have a segment on like Fox News, like a yeah, legit? Yeah. yeah, he did. Like, like no, talk, that's what I'm saying. Talk show. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like I. <laughs> finance expert yeah that's what i'm saying like i remember that's why it's weird though because it's one of those things where you're like wait a minute you weren't that it's it's kind of like i don't want to say his name but let's just say there's a quote unquote businessman that thinks he's good at business it would be like him suddenly claiming to be a wrestling expert because he was on it one time kind of thing you know what i mean like i'll uh, give you that I, like I he get may have made he money is, off of it but it doesn't make him an expert Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. you took this thing and you ran with it, but that's—I mean, I remember you. You and Ron Simmons just used to be a goon squad who just re- destroyed people in the APA. So it's weird to look yeah. at him as like a, you know, finance expert. And I'm like, 
All that being said, he's already still pushing investments. And Keith Lee was like, <laughs> Keith Lee broke the the facade of wrestling that I like to have. That you know, oh, they're all doing great. They're all getting paid big bucks. It was like, dude, I don't make that kind of money. <laughs> I appreciated that Keith was like, bro, I just moved to main roster. I ain't got investment money. Uh, so that was nice. I, I almost I thought that, like we were even how weird it was. I appreciated that. They have a hall of basically a hall of famer giving Keith Lee the rub already right there. That being said, though, there were some things that JBL said in the past that I'm really surprised that he's back, and we're all just trying to ignore. Yeah, yeah. Well, J- J- JBL, yeah, he's, a a he's a recovering hall of famer. Yeah. Uh, what was the next uh, match? The next match was Big E versus Sheamus, with Big E having. The most hype I've seen in a long time. Uh, I really appreciated that. Like, they're they're trying to push this whole like, look, I'll be Big E silly when I want to, and I'll be serious when I want to. I'm gonna do me. Don't worry about when I am and am not serious. I was like, I could steal your yeah. belt if I want to. Yeah. So Ace, uh, what? Uh, one, I thought that this was a very good match. It was a very good way to was. introduce. Hey. Uh, Big E is a serious singles competitor. He is. Um, it was a very slow match, though. It had a really, it was, really it was slow a very methodic start. Match. It, it moved at a slower pace. I that felt more like Sheamus than Big E because Big E matches usually move at a faster pace than that. Uh, but maybe they well, wanted tends, to slow down. He also tends to be rolling with people. That's true too. Um, but like, so a few weeks ago on this podcast, you made the proclamation that you believe already you're calling your shot that Keith Lee is winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I am calling my shot right now. Big you E think it'll be is winning the Rumble. <laughs> and Big E think... will face and beat the man that left this pay-per-view with the Universal title at WrestleMania. You're already trying to get worked up here, and I don't appreciate that one little bit. But <laughs> I think that Big E will get a title shot without necessarily needing the Royal Rumble. We'll see. Uh, the way that the way he, they're single pushing him, I think he's going to go on a nice little tear that will end in a title shot. Not necessarily he has to earn one like through the Royal Rumble. Can I? Can I? Can I make a? Uh, a bold prediction as so. well. Sure. Okay. So that's why you're on this Join podcast. Join the podcast. Join the podcast. So, so I think the uh, 2021 Royal Rumble winner will be Edge. That that's is not bold. a bad one because I have I have thought about that since there is rumors that they want to do uh, Edge Orton quote unquote three at WrestleMania. Give mm-hmm. Orton the title sometime between now and then. Let Edge win the uh, Rumble. Edge and Orton is the main event. Uh, well, he's got a quick feud I, I, I with both McIntyre and Lee at the same time. I mean, we have we have half a year. Yeah, I, I no, I, I can, can see, see that. Ron, Ron's prediction, I can, I can I definitely can see. That's that's a good one. I, like I said, though, I still one. see. I still see Big E probably getting the title sooner than that not that he can't win the royal rumble because he is on that kind of push but i also feel like they're going to go on this whole like i can be a single guy if i want to be uh thing i can see your belt if i want to 
I just I'd, don't. I'd be think really impressed if he got a mid card here. I I envision him having a mid card push, like get one of the yes. mid card titles uh, by next pay per view. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out there. He will not be challenging Look, for the Intercontinental pay per view at Clash of Champions. Will not. Somebody, somebody just fighting for the freaking Universal in literally one week. So I don't want to hear it. Um, Look along because we got to get to there. I cannot wait to to, to get to that. So uh, the next match, what was it? Um, Matthew Riddle versus uh, Baron Corbin. Riddle versus Corbin. Yeah. Okay. What? Here's the, I'm going to sum up the entirety of Riddle versus Corbin. Please do. It's still going on. It's still going. That's the, the problem. That is still going. That's the because huge problem. Is I do not like either of them. I, I don't, don't like Corbin. Mine. I don't like Riddle. Riddle. I don't like Corbin. Like I, I don't like here's the thing. Ditch the king thing with Corbin, and I might be able to respect him because, aside from that really stupid baseball slide he always does that supposedly takes everybody off yeah. guard, he has some solid wrestling, and like I enjoy his finisher to no end. Oh yeah, it's a pretty uh, finisher. It is a pretty finisher. I'll say this: that match was one of the better matches I've seen Corbin in in a long time. Right? So I'm, like, I'm right there with you. I don't mind Riddle. I don't like Corbin. So it's like two people that I'm like, I don't give a crap who wins. But I, I, Corbin, uh, or sorry, not Corbin. Riddle is amazing in the ring. So my problem with him is twofold. One, I hate his character. I hate the bro character. It's you annoying. Like bro? I, I hate love it. bro. I love bro. I hate it. I hate it. And then, but my I second like problem with him is this. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I genuinely believe it's not a character just because oh, of. It's not. Uh, it's not a character. Like, I love and it. I, just I love don't it. like it. 100% Matt no, Chad. I, I just, I don't like Matt Riddle as a person yeah, much. because he pretty is much. bro. He is bro. He's bro. Um, he Do is you bro. have bro? I, I have bro. My other problem isn't necessarily him. It's just he's so good in the ring. I want to see him wrestle people that are on his level so I can get better matches out of him. And I think I we see the GTS not be, not be a transitional move. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I do not like the bro to sleep. As a transition move, yeah, that, because that, yeah. Yeah. Punk, that is, it. yeah, yeah. I, I like it more than whatever flippy thing he does. Agreed. The yeah. the bad bromance or whatever that he does, I don't know. Bad bromance. Okay, that's not the I name have, of I it, but no it should be. It should what, be. What is what is the name of that? It was called like the 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 flipping bro or something like that. It was something stupid. I, like it wasn't even a good bro pun. Uh, bad bromance would be it. way better. Yeah. yeah. What was the next match? So I'm, I'm pulling that up because I keep laughing. Uh, Baszler, Jax. It was um, Bay ben- yeah, Bay Banks versus yeah. Baszler and and that other and Fire person. Jax. Yeah, and Fire Jax. Um, uh, I. I appreciated the dynamic that they kept doing between Naya and Baszler. Like they couldn't get on the same team. Whereas like Becky and them were just, you know, hype from the yeah. front. Like I appreciate that. Uh, this one I was wrong about on the pick and I was okay with it because of how they, how they ended it. The, in, the ending, ending of this match was, was like, 
Like, I don't. It's been a while. I know somebody who used to do that, but it's been a while since we've seen like a double a double submission like that. It's been even longer since we've seen a match end that way. Uh, Yeah, like it's been probably since I want to say like that '90s almost. Like that was Uh, that was. No, I think Samoa Joe did it recently. I think Samoa's done it for like five years. Yeah, you're right. I think I've seen him do it, but. yeah, it it was it was nice because I was like, oh, you know how good Baszler is and how bad Naya is. <laughs> Naya wasn't necessary. Yeah, that's Baz- that's the Baszler funny part. Baszler could have done this by herself. That's the funny part is that like they basically just steered into, hey, we know Baszler's good, so we're just going to let her win it by herself, so that it's not even like Naya had anything to do with. It. And and then they they're doing a good character with Fire Naya. Uh, with her just being super, super like, oh, I did this. We did this. Look at me. Yeah. Hi, mom. I'm I'm a champion again. Whatever. What was weird is that they showed yeah. that she had those ridiculously god awful braids in the past, and then this week they just those were just gone. Good. Instead, Good. she just has god awful hair. But yeah, you know. yeah, she has that really long. Like I don't know quite if that's yours or not. But yeah, that weird multicolored nonsense she had definitely had to go. Well, yeah, it, it matches her skin color, and I don't think it it doesn't pop because hair oh, is supposed wow. to pop. That just blends in, and you know me and hair. Yeah, hair hair has to pop. Uh, the longer the shorter it is. Uh, Baybanks are now down another title. I was surprised. I didn't think they were going to take another title out of them so quickly. Uh, but oh, I guess it does exactly. make they're, sense going. I guess it makes sense. Well, yeah, I guess it makes sense yeah. going into Clash of Champions because now you have, but you have a match right there. Like Sasha's yeah. going to blame Bailey for losing both of her titles, and mm-hmm. she's going to see that Bailey still has a title and is going to go after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, last week so, on SmackDown, they already had them like kind of bickering a little bit and taking cheap oh, pops. Oh yeah. Stuff, so. Oh, if I mean, you watch that, it's already there. It's that, already there. That old promo that they did, you kept seeing uh, Banks look over and be like, "Yeah, yeah." Like Even not looking Banks, at yeah. Bailey, but looking at the title. Yeah. Um. So I believe I, the I one after that was that, a very good tag match. Though. I believe the one after that was Lee versus Orton. Yeah, sure. Uh, I only that, have I was I was unexpected on that. I only one. have like, one note on this because I was actually watching it for a mo- thing. Yeah, uh, Spirit Bomb. Spirit Bomb, dude. Just, I just Spirit Bomb. I was watching was a so video good. like after after like payback and everything of Keith Lee doing the Spirit Bomb, and I like Orton sold it so well, where yeah. you know like, pop up and then get into pin position, but. Roman Roman had the best sell of it because he like he gets air and then shoulders like it's like I think I read it where someone said you know in order to pin someone you had to put two shoulders on the ground you don't put just two shoulders on the ground <laughs> yeah no just, but yeah, yeah like he, the he, way that, uh, he, he like popped up Orton and then just caught him and like held him there like oh it's I'm, I'm hitting you with the spirit bomb instead of just doing a normal power bomb way I thought the, yeah. doing it that way was awesome uh, yeah you know, it, it, Orton it, it put it, like, like, the moment that you saw it you're like oh yep Keith Lee's gonna win this 
See, I thought Keith Lee was going to win, but I thought he was going to win because Drew McIntyre came in and kind of, uh, you know, messed over Orton. But they let Keith Lee go over clean. Yeah. I thought there was going to be shenanigans, and that's why I picked Orton. Dude, and between the the JBL uh, segment and Orton putting him over clean, I think any hesitation people had from Monday of Keith Lee's arrival of like, ah, does Vince think he's fat? Does Vince not like him? This, that, and the other. They've already put him into position as like, oh, he he is a big deal. He just beat Randy Orton. He is a big deal. Now, Mm -hmm. that being said, I don't know how we're going to do it, but can we please get his old music back? Have you heard why he doesn't have it? Yes. And I still it's think CFOs, right? It, is it CFOs? Yeah, pretty much. What what it is is he was moving to the main roster, so they had to renegotiate the contract, and the guy just basically didn't want them to use it. So he just made a list of demands that was ridiculous. Like he wanted double the amount of money for them to play it. He wanted to uh, them to allow him to use the Thunderdome to put on co- a concert. Um, mm-hmm. He and he had like some other stuff. Like it, it was just it's basically so, the yeah, type of demands you ask for when you know they're not going to meet the demands because you just don't want them to use it. It's just so disappointing because, yeah. like, I'm not saying like you have to have the music to make Keith Lee, but I mean, like, it it just cemented him in NXT. Like, there's some guys who half of their stardom comes from the music. Uh, Bray yeah. Wyatt, Chris Jericho. Shinsuke. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rey Mysterio. Uh, whatever like, happened to, to Bobby Roode? I loved his music. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. We, but the first question is not even Where it's just like, he did? even if you weren't a fan of Keith Lee, when that thing hits, you just you just start to like bop it. You know, like if you're in the crowd, you're just like singing along, you're like dancing in the crowd and stuff. Like he has one of those musics that gets you into the show, whether you are into the uh, wrestler or not. And the problem, with Keith Lee's, the problem with Keith Lee's current music is it sounds like uh, custom superstar track two is yep. basically what it sounds like. It, yeah. it may well be because they had it lying around. Uh, so hopefully they either can like uh, get CFO to not be so insane or come up with something new and uh, let you know what? Put John Cena on there. Let John Cena make a track. I get behind yes. that. I'm hoping they give him something different. I'm hoping this is just yeah. placement music till they can find the next thing that actually fits. I hope so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give him another um, Code Orange song. I right? I would love that. Yeah. Um. So next, I believe was uh, Mysterio the, the Mysterio. Boys Mysterio's uh, just the Messiah. Yeah. This match was no, so one good. is the Messiah, the other is a disciple. They're not both Messiahs. I'm referring to it as a whole religion thing he's got going on. The cult. Yeah, the cult. The cult of two the, people. The, the, personal, uh, the, the personal cult. He needs to talk to Brody Lee, because Brody Lee knows how to run a cult. Anyway, um, this was a fantastic tag match because the the heels did exactly what they were supposed to do and the Mysterios got to be the Mysterios. Uh, Dominic I, looked 
like a whole like not saying that Dominic didn't look great at SummerSlam. He looked fantastic, but yeah. he looked a lot better in Payback. Yes. He Pretty much every, every uh, problem that I had with him at SummerSlam, and not that I had problems, but, you know, like I was saying, like, he wasn't really doing neutral stuff that I just expected him to. He looked he looked a little slow. Like, he sped up in this match. He was doing lucha stuff. His timing was just great on everything. Yeah, he, like you said, said Ron, if, if he looked good for it's his first match uh, last week, this week he looked like he was ready for WWE. That said, though, uh, we got when, when he went and did a frog splash, I realized that uh, the Mysterios and stuff are no longer like uh, the the kings of the frog splash. Not well, Montez Ford is out here doing the most beautiful looking frog splash yeah. in all of WWE. He gets so much yeah. height. Oh my gosh. Ain't nobody should do a frog splash while Montez is doing the frog splash. Montez does like an RVD frog splash where he just jumps as high as he can. And then he just like, he's like, oh yeah, I guess I should touch my knees and do the frog thing before I hit him as I'm coming down. Because his yeah, is just that, gorgeous. That boy is. He has gotten some golden going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Now, uh, moment of truth. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go to the main event, before we go to the main event, Ace, I'm asking Ron this, but I also want to ask you this. As of right now, as of 24 hours ago, when you were watching this pay-per-view at this moment, what did you think of the pay-per-view as a whole going into the main event? Going into the main event? So- Yes. Huh. Go ahead, Ron. So you're saying like how I felt yesterday? Prior to the main event oh, going oh, on. Oh, like, let's say it's right sh- before. Overall show at I, this point. I thought it was going to be a good time. I thought it was going to be fun. Um, yeah, I didn't the think. Event, the show. The show. No, no. Oh, We're talking show? about how, how was payback oh. at the moment right before the main event? Like, it was all right. How, would, like, how did you feel it, about it? It felt a little slow, but with the last three matches, having them not be PP breaks, it, it felt really great. It definitely was nice to not have it be a, the beginning of the show is star-studded and in the end kind of peters out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought this was like, a it very felt like it got better during the show, like as it progressed. I agree. I think the show slowly, like every match, slowly got started getting better and better. And I thought it was a great progression show. I thought it was a well booked and well paced show. I think this was all in all a really good pay per view. Okay, mm-hmm. Ace, you have the floor. I'll let you start. I don't even. I don't even want to play. Floors nasty and corroded and dirty and just full of nonsense. It doesn't make sense. So the main event, which was, and I use this word very loosely, a triple threat match. And I use that very, very loosely because we had the fiend come out. Once again, the Thunderdome was made for the fiend. Uh, and then you had Braun Strowman come out. Braun's got a decent entrance as well. In fact, well, I think uh, he was even beaten up. Strowman didn't uh, come out. He just the interrupted f- the Fiend's entrance. Oh, that's right. Well, that's right. Strowman didn't even have an entrance. He just was all of a sudden like, nope, time, I'm here now. Let's get this over with. 
And so I was like, oh, snap. You know, so he's going to be beating him up and then we're going to get our third. Oh, that's right. We don't actually have a third guy yet because Roman never signed the contract. And the bell rang. So that means the match had started. And that the names on the contract were the people that were going to be in this match. And he hadn't signed the contract. But the match had started. So so they were doing the match. And I <laughs> I appreciated that uh, they took no they ladies did no time in just beating the tar out of each other. There was none of this holds and slow down and you know, let's work a body. They were just like, nah, uh, I'm gonna try and kill this guy. So like they were immediately like throwing him into the announcer table, uh, beating him up on the the ring, uh, beating him up on the steps. Uh, at one point, that ridiculous clown hammer came out again, and it actually hit somebody, which was a big deal because uh, it didn't in the past. Yeah. Um, oh, and then I, the Alexa spot too. There was a small little Alexa yeah, like sidebar. They keep paying that. Off. Like they had a little bit of it on uh Friday and then they're she like had the pigtails and everything <laughs> the and, I... and then a braid. She had the one braid that she was playing with, and I was like, mm-hmm. next is that subtle storytelling in my WWE? Is that that can't be because WWE doesn't do subtle details like small braids and the fact that she idolizes the fiend for some reason. No, WWE do it, WWE. Especially if I think that they're going to kind of morph the fiend into what they want to form him into. I'm fine with this. I, I dig this uh, slow move they're doing here. So they were going, they were going, they were going. Uh, it's been a decade, and so we had to you know, bring back the once a decade uh, two big men superplex and the ring collapses, you know, thing. Uh, which, even after I've seen it, like, what, three times now with different people, it's still a really cool effect. Also, side just, note, people need to get off Little Nature's butt because everyone was, like, making fun of how he sold that or, or, or what he did. Dude, he sold the crap out of that. They need to get off, right? off Little Nature. I, I saw yeah. nothing wrong with it. I didn't either. Yeah. So nothing wrong with it. Yeah, um, that was... I I appreciate it. I uh, it, I mean that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a like a spectacle. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. Who cares? Whatever. It was it was great. It's been a decade. You have to pull one out every every decade. So that was that. Because I think the last one was show, uh, big show in Brock, right? When Brock superplexed. No, I, I think there was another. Was the I think there was another Strowman. That was the first one. I remember that. What was the? Yeah, no, there's Strowman's been three. It was either Strowman and yeah. Lesnar or Strowman and somebody. Probably Strowman and Show, knowing WWE. They did Lesnar, Big Show. They've done Big Show, Mark Henry, and then I think they did Strowman and somebody because I think this is the fourth time they've done it. Yeah, they don't do it often, so when it does show up, you're like, so. So they had just like beaten the tar out of each other and now the ring collapsed. And then we got I don't even you know what I I I, I understood 
what they were doing. I really did. I understood what they were trying to do. The problem is Roman Reigns appeared with the contract and he signed the contract and entered the match. First of all, this contract is not a money in the bank contract. You missed your opportunity. The match had started. You were not on the list. So as soon as they rang that bell, that contract was done, signed, and set. You missed your opportunity. This is not the money in the bank. Or else anyone could just carry the match contract and just add their name. That, I mean, literally, that's what he did. He money in the bank. Yeah, even though he was on the card to be there, when the match started, he wasn't there. It wasn't a triple threat match. It wasn't a triple threat until he signed his name and was the third triple third person in the match. But he didn't do that. The match started. So Roman Reigns essentially money in the bank his way into the match. Showed up and uh, chair shotted uh, Braun. Actually, I think he uh, I think he tried to pin everybody a couple times and then got mad. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, sucks to suck, dude. You might actually have to wrestle. And then he chair shotted Braun. He was gonna chair shot the fiend, and the fiend got him in uh in that Mandible like cloth. Yeah, he he like I will say this. Roman sold that. My first thought was like, not his teeth. Uh, <laughs> but uh I appreciate that Ron that Roman really sold uh the mandible claw. Uh, almost like, oh my god, this has never happened to me before. Which it probably hasn't, but I really appreciated that. It was just like, what is going on? Now, the fact that The Fiend apparently can go down to a hit in the junk uh, it disappointed me a little bit. And then Roman just kind of like went over and pinned Braun and won. And I... I got Nell Star 15 mad. I'm just going to say it. I got I got Nell Star 15. I didn't go and proclaim it. But I was very I I initially was very like, well that ruined it. Uh, uh I I have very strong opinions on this. But yeah, okay. Uh, go ahead. Right, I have so, very strong I like I'm not Before I'm I rebuttal. Not... Before I rebuttal, I just want to know where your head's at. Okay, one. Are you mad that he won the title or are you mad uh, how he won the title? More the second, but there's a bit of the first because I don't I don't like the fact that even though this is supposed to be a new Roman, Roman has still showed up. And then a week later is not uh, not only in the title scene, but is the title scene. Well, here's the reason the second doesn't bother me um, of him winning it. Um, it was common knowledge that he was going to beat Goldberg at WrestleMania and win the title, right? Oh, but yeah. No, he that, had to leave. Absolutely. Triple absolutely. H came back from an injury and immediately won a title back because he was supposed to be champion but did not. Stone Cold has done this. This has happened time and time again of, hey, this guy was supposed to get it. Oh, he can't. Okay, we'll make this guy the champion until you can come back and win the title that you were supposed to have already. That's happened time but and time an again. An addendum, though, 
while Triple H, that was kind of his character. Like he, if he could be holding the heavyweight title, he was. It we everyone agreed that they didn't like the fact that like Roman always seemed to be either with the title or chasing the title or in the title. Like he was always in it, no matter what. Like he was always top. And I'm not saying like I'm not saying he should have to pay his dues because the man's paid his dues, you know, just because he like disappeared for a couple of months doesn't mean like, oh, got to start over. Like, I, I understand giving him the title back, but how that bothers me. Well, okay, one. okay, so he got cancer. You had to relinquish the title came came back. Then he hadn't touched the title since he came back until going into uh, WrestleMania, right? So he hadn't been in the title picture for over a year. So it isn't like no, a, I, I see the that. last time this happened, the problem was was he was getting shot, he was getting belts, he was getting force fed down our throats. This is not him getting force fed down our throat. This is he came back and they're giving him a title run, and he hasn't had that title in over a year. So and here's I, I don't the thing. think this is being force fed. Okay, well then here's the thing. Then it's the how that I have a problem with because okay. I'm willing to relinquish on the the fact that he got it. The how bothers me. You okay. you you take it from Braun and you give it to the fiend as a transition because it's not even like he beat the fiend. He pinned Braun. There was okay. literally no reason for the fiend to possess the title if you were going to protect the fiend by not having the fiend be the one that loses, but Braun be the one that loses. Okay, so the reason you give the fiend the title if you're wanting Roman to be your next champion is this: the fiend is a bigger star than Braun Strowman. More people yes. will tune in to watch the fiend than they will to watch Braun Strowman. So you give the fiend the title, let Roman pin Braun, so that then the fiend can uh, chase the title saying you never beat me and so then we have a roman uh, fiend feud if you're worried that like we need to have a reason for the fiend to go after the title he has a reason to just go after roman period like i don't think we need it my thing is yes the fiend is a bigger star but when you look at that match who did roman beat like but that's just then just leave it on braun and just have him take it from braun but then when you leave it on Braun, then, he, then Roman legitimately beat the champion. They want him to be a heel, and they want to solidify him as a heel. So, so oh, I to agree. do heel stuff, you beat the guy that's not the champion. That way you're an unjust champion. Oh, no. Oh, trust me. He's an unjust champion. Yeah. Even though, again, I'm fine with him possessing the title. It's, again, the how. You, okay. you didn't I, beat the champ. You beat Braun. You, the champ had been a champ for a week. I was like, hyped for the Fiend's universal title run because I feel like his last one was tiny and he got it again and it's tiny again. Yeah. And then the, you're supposed to be the guy who wreck everyone and leave. Everyone was wrecked. You didn't wreck everyone and you leave. You came, you drank a little punch and then you left. There okay. was no wrecking. Two, a few things. Okay. One, um, see, I wanted that to happen, but in a different way. I wanted Roman not to be out there. I wanted retribution to come beat down everyone. Roman runs down for the save and then starts fist bumping retribution. He's the leader of retribution. Heyman comes down. He signs the contract. One, two, three. Roman's the new champion. So I wanted the same thing. I just wanted it with flair. But I, I don't have 
listen, the way what they did was a little nonsensical. But I think at the same time, though, we're getting mad at WWE for doing nonsensical stuff, which they always do. But they actually did a nonsensical storyline that they were telling you where they were going. On Friday Night SmackDown, Roman said, oh, I'm not going to sign this unless you get these things. Earlier in the show, they went to Heyman. Oh, has Roman signed it? He goes, I don't know. You'll have to ask Roman Reigns. And then we didn't see Roman Reigns. And then when the match started, Roman Reigns wasn't out there. And they were like, oh, where's, where's Roman? Plus, so one of your big uh, faults is like, oh, the match started, right? And so Roman Reigns' contract should have been null and void. The match, didn't, the match didn't start. Yes, it did. No. Uh, the Fiend came to the ring. Braun jumped him. And then they brawled everywhere and came back. And then Roman Reigns came and signed the contract. That bell never rang. The bell rang. Okay. It did ring. It did ring. Did I just miss yeah, it? Yes. The bell rang. Okay. The bell rang. That, that's that's the my rang. problem. Well, the then never mind. Had then never mind. Never mind. Well, then that's the problem. As soon as she jumped him and started beating on him, they rang the bell and they were okay. like, uh, the fiend hasn't even gotten his coat off. Okay, well, then let that's me, the stupid me. part. They, sh- they should have did everything without the bell ringing. And when Roman came and signed the contract, the bell should have rang them. And then I would have been okay let with me. it. Okay, I concede that to you. Sorry, Ron. No, no, you're fine. Um, the thing that I kind of found that could justify all of this is that the pool that Paul Heyman has with contracts and everything, because this is this is not the only time that Lesnar has done this, or Lesnar, um, Paul Heyman did this. He did this with Lesnar at Money in the Bank, of all things. Like, oh, there was supposed to be another person there and all of that, and all of a sudden, Paul Heyman comes out and he's like, oh, there you go. Just go ahead and grab it. Um, so it it's Heyman. Heyman needs a cash cow. But Heyman thing, needs it's one thing daddy. if you it's yeah. one thing if you've got pull and you can add a guy mid match. It's one thing mm-hmm. to, for it to be a triple threat and you have pull and you add Brock in at the last minute. Mm-hmm. I get that. Like, uh, fine, he's got pull and he can add to an existing contract. This is a contract that existed and Roman just didn't bother with the bell rang. That's the match. It started. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he had came out and said, oh, by the way, like, because when he had the Brock thing, he announced like, hey, guess what? I got somebody added. This one was supposed to just be like, oh, I know uh, we started our Patriots versus Detroit Lions game, and it's now the third quarter with five minutes left to go. Uh, we just found Tom Brady, and we're going to add him. I hope that's cool. Oh, <laughs> It started. Well, Your roster was set as soon as they started. I think one one big thing that could be glaring, we don't know what the contract had. Uh, oh, that there's, he had signed. there's no way that contract could say, oh, and somebody could just, you know, pop in at the last minute. Because an argument could be made that literally right before he does the three count, he could just be like, oh, wait, pause. I have to come in the ring now. I mean, think about it. Uh, like, let's let's actually add this. I try AEW, not to think about it. AEW did a contract oh, signing, and they added in stipulations where the wrestler just yes. oh, they signed it in. Oh, you didn't read page sixteen. This says I could do this. So yes, 
But that was that obviously something that was be... in the contract that mm-hmm. they signed before the match started. Yeah, but also how often do you think people have a lawyer present or have someone that is uh, responsible for paperwork and signings thing, like uh, Paul Heyman? Here's the thing, though. Does if the fiend he, know how Paul... to write his own name? Apparently, because he did sign it. Bray did, <laughs> not the thing. Fair, Bray signed it. As I'd say, they are doing that thing where they like are different, but aren't different, but are, but yeah. aren't. Like then, then uh, if Bray signed it, then the fiend's not even like the fiend's well, not even again, in the thing. We could they go introduce him as legality in all of that. Could, it's just to it, be fair. They do you don't actually. Know what the contract said. It annoys me that they introduce him as uh, the fiend, the fiend Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. I, yeah. It should just be the fiend. It's it's yeah. it's like Madonna. Yeah, it's, it's, it's little the things like that, that. That it's like you're killing the mystique without even yeah. knowing that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. When you name name him, it'd be like if Look, they were like, "It's Kane, Glenn, hey, Jacob." Wait, I'm, hold on. I'm just I'm just keeping it kayfabe, you know. I'm just Ace, keeping it kayfabe. Ace, let me ask know what you the said. Ace, let me ask you this: If if Friday night on SmackDown. They have an interview segment, and Paul Heyman's there with Roman Reigns. And Paul Heyman is holding the contract and basically says something to the effect of, like, oh, one of the things we added, it's uh, between the beginning and start of the match, Roman can enter whenever he wants, or something like that. Would you be okay? Would you be okay? No, because if you add something to the contract, the contract starts over. Like you have to get the signatures from the other two participants if you made That's addendums fair. to the contract. That's fair. So That's no, fair. even if after the fact he made changes, then now the other two parties get to look at those changes and then agree to the contract. Roman did not agree to the contract. I I am not saying that this is oh, the best thing to be on this. this oh, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. If no, he listen, just listen, had listen. Roman, here's the thing: if he showed up halfway and actually wrecked everyone, I would be a hundred percent fine. I'd be like, ah, Wait, but he showed up dude. last. So you can't you get, get caught up on the wreck everyone thing. He is a heel. The whole fact that like he shirts his wreck everyone, and he just like in matches will come in and pick the, pick the bones. That's even more of a heel move. It's because he's wearing a shirt. Be like, I wreck everyone, and he comes in halfway, so he doesn't actually wreck anyone. It would be like wearing a thing going like steel chairs or life, and then you never use a steel chair. Exactly. That's a heel move. Dude, no, that's false advertisement. ECW and that's no Didn't the New Day do something like that with tables? Save the tables, yeah. yet they use the tables? They Dude, saved like, them. Mick Foley is the hardcore. They multiple times. Hold on. Yeah. They multiple times were going to use the table and then did not because save the tables. But they also Dude, used the tables. Mick Foley were had they wearing a whole the gimmick. Were they wearing? Where he was in ECW, <laughs> known as the King of Hardcore, but he used no weapon. Like it's that—that's such a heel move to have a shirt saying "Wreck yes. Everyone," but you come in in the middle. If you call yourself the King of Hardcore, though, because you previously were actually the King of Hardcore, you know, losing literal pieces of your body in the ring, I think you're allowed to continue to call it that, even if you're not currently doing that. MJF isn't really campaigning for president. Yeah, do you, Ace, Ace, are you aware that he's not on the ballot? You cannot vote for him this November. MJF would 2020. Su- would you be surprised if I don't hold in our AEW stars Baker to the is same not a role level? Model. Dude, no. But she is a dentist. <laughs> she is a dentist. She's she not a role a model. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Neither fair is enough. Bailey, but we're not going to talk about that. She did Roman's teeth. Bu- Ace, the young bucks on the I don't hold AEW to the same standards that I hold WWE. This is the okay, entire well, problem from last podcast. Okay, oh my Ace. god. Are you Ace. serious? I listened Ace. to the last podcast. I wasn't here, but I listened to it. Holding you, you, you don't hold AEW to the same standards as WWE. And AEW doesn't hold the WWE to the same standards as AEW. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any like a bit of sense. What are you trying to do? This is a whole big contradiction. See, Ace, that's a heel move. That is a heel move, Ace. Hey, Ace, is this a heel this podcast? Dude. No. <laughs> I have never changed my conviction on that. Dude, I got you, news for you. I've got news for you. I literally said last week that I hold them at different standards, and this week I'm saying I hold them at different standards. I have not changed. But there needs to be all. fairness. If you're gonna watch one wrestling, no. you're gonna watch the other wrestling in the same sort of vein. That's right. No, that's, that's right. No. no, 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 no. You need to hold them to the same standard. No, I don't. <laughs> that's the. That's literally what I said. Hashtag then hold Ace the, to the same you're standard. You're the problem with America, Ace. You're, you're the problem Ace. with America. You know what's wrong with hold this on, country? That is a bold statement, and you oh. need to really think about. <laughs> you think about that. No. <laughs> Hashtag hold WWE to a higher standard. Hashtag hold Ace to a higher standard. Ace. I do, and that's why that's why I don't like no. it as much as AEW. I hold WWE to a higher standard. So when you say that there's a contract with rules in it, and one person doesn't agree, you don't get to come in at the end and be like, uh, "I changed your mind." But you can because Paul Heyman's a lawyer man. No, it, that's just he's it. a lawyer man. Ace just saves everything. If you if you entered into a contract to build a theme park, and then right when they were putting in basically the ticket booth for the front of the park, the rest of the park's done. You put in the ticket booth, and you just come in and go, "Oh, by the way, I'm not paying for this. I'm backing out of this." Then I would that's say you have contract. an amazing lawyer. If you get away with that, kudos to you. That lawyer did cool. his job. But here's the thing, they don't. That's called a breach of contract. No, Roman <laughs> does. Those nilly sign like whatever. It's called a breach of contract. The fiend, the fiend and Braun just just, oh, I'm gonna sign my name. I don't need a read. Exactly. I'm whatever. Exactly. But Roman, he he does things to the T and Paul Heyman adds addendums and here's, they don't but, even okay. know what they're but signing. That's just it. But that's they just don't it. even know. That's just it though. If he supposedly did it addendums. Is. Then the contract doesn't count because we don't know. We don't know when they signed the other contracts. That is something that's do. a mystery to us. It's it's the imagination of it. We ab- you know why? We absolutely do because the Bray Wyatt signed it first. Uh, Braun signed it after his match, and then at the end of the night, after the first two people had signed it, then it came into possession of Roman Reigns slash Paul Heyman. It there never were two touched. days. There were two days between those two. Who knows if like Mr. Mark Carano came up to the Fiend Bray there Wyatt and was not. like, "Hey, I need you to go ahead and resign this," and he's like, "Oh, gee, okay. golly, gosh darn, no. Willikers, I'll go ahead and sign Pause. it." Pause. Then no, that's not how that works. You don't just get to go. Oh, off screen they made another contract, and off screen they, they signed added, it. They added Riot Squad and the Iconics without no one note like oh, notifying us until so it was a little a, bit too late. You mean they added a and brand new contract? 
You mean they added a brand new contract to the very beginning of the kickoff show that uh, that's, that's all, why we did, we didn't acknowledge that all, that the Riot Squad and the Iconics because they didn't tell me whenever I created the Pick'em. There's that one correct. thing that WWE so must do is they must inform me that, whenever the matches are. That way I could do the gosh dang Pick'em. That is correct. And so what you're saying, so what you're saying is that we had made a contract and we had written it out and there was no way we were going to add somebody to said contract after the event had started. I don't think that's no. what he said at all. That's a hundred percent what you just said. You just said you just said that you were not going to you literally just said that you were not you literally just said that the reason that you did not add the Iconics match is because you had already made the pick'em. You had already wrote the contract, and we had agreed to what was on the pick'em, a.k.a. the contract. And so when they added something last minute to said contract, we didn't acknowledge it because the event had already started, and we they, were not about we to add it last minute. It, but it is still canon. They no. still had a tag team According match. According to our quick pop pick'em sheet, that match never Ever happened. Ace, can I also say I am very disappointed with oh, I thought with you this. just thought about it. It doesn't count. Ace, I am very disappointed with you in this because other podcasts are going viral because they're screaming and ranting and raving about what happened with Roman, and you're just over here calmly talking about it. I'm very upset with you. I expected <laughs> yelling, I expected like flailing of the hand. I wanted you to look like like a, a, a Muppet, like that is, but like angry, but like Roman Reigns. One of you to look like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like me. So, yeah, yeah, well, I'm over rock. here yelling and screaming. I, I came I'm raising through. my I voice. Hey, the guys are viral here. I think I'm going to go viral for the exact opposite, but whatever. <laughs> By the way, I enjoyed the moment when Ron really realized what I said because he was just like all like, and then I said it, and all of a sudden you just see. Yeah. <laughs> Ron, Ron was just like I lost. Ron was like I had a point, and I was like, I'm, oh, I'm known what? to be a loser from time to every time. But it was just beautiful though, because like there was just this pause, and then you just smiled like, yeah. Look, I don't make sense. You guys know me personally. I don't make sense. I know, I know. But that's my piece, and I, you know what? We're <laughs> I think we're way over time. We are. Uh, it's okay. But I got to say what I felt about it. It's on the record now. All in uh, all, I will I say stand that by it. I don't think it was great booking. I'm not going to sit here and go like, no, it's great. Ace, you're wrong. I just I don't think it's as egregious as you and some people think it is. Um, but I do think that WWE maybe needs to be a little better because the destination like is fine. The destination Perfect. was fine. The journey spot. to get there, the journey to get there wasn't that great. Agreed. So anyway, like I said, Ron gave us a perfect way to fix the problem with the contract. It's just they needed a few more, uh, I guess, segments where they talk about that. It would have, it would have been fine. Yes. Um, we'll see what happens at WWE SmackDown in the WWE Thunderdome. Yes, but uh. Anyway, that was you're, actually you ready to lose that belt on Saturday, Jake? Oh, oh, Ron. Ron do you mean this belt? Do you mean the belt yeah. that I won at SummerSlam? The belt that then you 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 goaded me into defending a payback 
which I successfully did, the belt that I will successfully defend this Saturday at All Out and have two consecutive title defenses successfully in two weeks. Plus a title win. That is going to be three victories in three weeks. Yeah. Defend just like. I'd just like to point out that you physically possess the belt, which is a, a uh, luxury that was not afforded to me. But you know, we won't we won't harp on that. Well, I don't want to talk about luxury afforded to y'all. I don't want to talk about that. Hey, get out you of know Texas. Where to move. And we'll talk. You know where to find us? Yeah, I, we've already, I know. We've already but, made that point clear. I know, but I, I, I like I like things. So you don't. No, you, yeah, you, I, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, you're definitely you're definitely yeah, not moving right now, and could you know definitely. Uh, make that change but that has been another uh, fantastic episode of the quick pop podcast episode 80 i believe uh thanks everybody who joined us and was talking about it, everything that we were talking about in the chat uh looking forward to the episode where we can do an actual like live episode and you know kind of reference the chat and let y'all uh give questions and feedback um Anyway, I am Ace. This is uh, Ron and uh, whatever that other person's doing. And uh, we will see you all next week where we can talk about the last uh, pay-per-view from AEW and maybe finally get a break from just constantly talking about what happens on the weekends. Uh, yep. You all have a fantastic evening. And bye-bye. Good night. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>